That's bullshit. That's, I went to, I'm a very good listener. Ask all my women friends. I'm a very good listener. So you're saying we aren't friends? Right. Oh, listen, listen. You and I both know that in the relationship we have, they just, they just really sealed our friendship. Because I don't know how, but we was rocking for a minute. And I seen you in Vegas. And I came over and laid on your lap on the couch. And we've been friends ever since. Because you're family. Exactly. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to our extended family. Yeah. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Um, it's all docked up. I'm Chris. That's VJS Penrose. We are here. Ain't nobody else here yet, though, so. Maybe we should do so some other time. No, I mean, I don't know. But anyway, we can start. Um, but also, people are watching football, so we might have to also discuss. That I'm watching football. We might have but, to discuss some things for the duration of football. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I thought about that, too. I, like, I didn't. I it, it didn't hit me until like three hours. It didn't ago. hit me till like, today. Oh, yeah, today I was like, "Are we going on at fucking prime time? Fucking the late game?" Like, sheesh. Now well, the we're football cycle, I have running. to figure out what we're gonna do about that. Right. For sure. All right. All right. So, guys, we're here. We are discussing. Is it the worst day in? NBA history? Not, not my personal opinion, no. Define worse because I was gonna say I didn't really care for when Michael came back with the Wizards jersey. Yeah, I was gonna that say I've kind seen of some a pitiful days. day for me. I've seen some dark um, days post What's the name? Died on the court. That was enough for me. Oh yeah. Reggie, what was his name? Reggie Lewis, I think, for the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but this, this is a fucking. This is a fucking crazy ass night. Um, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we are discussing malice in the palace. At the palace. At the pa- oh, is it at the palace? I've, yeah, I've been palace saying in the palace because that's well, the where, palace don't even exist no more, girl. So the malice the is palace, in there. The palace has been gone. So the malice, <laughs> been the malice is in your heart, girl, because they demolished it. in your heart. <laughs> Yo, that was um, a fucking state-of-the-art stadium too well at one point. That's why I was called the Palace. That shit was like the leading stadium at one point. And they tore that bitch all the way the fuck down. Right? I we mean... Part of that in the documentary, but yep. Yeah. So, yeah. you don't know what we're talking about. Talk about the Palace at Auburn Hills. But <laughs> the fucking Pontiac Silverdome lasted as a goddamn drive-in theater. Fuck-ass stadium. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, my mom is still texting me. I was telling Vijay earlier that my mom don't know how to Amazon, so she'd be screenshotting me stuff to Amazon <laughs> for her. But like, why do her why do her messages say that she just sent that to me at ten to fifteen in the morning, and we like definitely just talking right now? That's what mine says that I sent it at five fourteen, but hers says it came back at ten fifteen to ten fifteen a.m. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe she tried to send it at ten fifteen. It didn't go through. But we just now having this conversation. <laughs> Listen, okay, anyway. we're gonna start a support group for 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 uh children who have to place their 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 moms or Amazon orders. We just gonna start so like I'm literally so start, ordering it now. So we start a support group for children between the ages of 28 and 42. 
<laughs> Probably just in general, like just in general, because life children, is hard, you guys. Children are adult parents who do not know how to use technology. It's just gonna be like, a yeah. group of us complaining. Duh. I I used to hate for my mother to be like, "Yo, so how do I get?" For one, anytime they put "the" in front of something that doesn't have a "the," you already know you know what the fuck you're talking about. It's gonna be a so long I was night. On, I was just in my sewing group. I turned my head. This, your baby wanted to use the computer. Now I can't get to the Facebook. What the fuck is that thing? <laughs> it's the book I was in my phone group on the Facebook. And I like <laughs> They don't know. They be trying. <clears throat> Mom was All like, right, I me... commented on your picture and no one commented back. Well, why would they come back to, to you? commented on your on your your post and you didn't say anything back because i don't use facebook because it's for you and right. i know you in real life mom so there's that Did, didn't i also send you the picture why are you on facebook all right trying all to right. see if everybody else like, like her. everything we she do her best man she's going through it all right oh. so everything's well, been amazon for crystal we're, we're all good let's go <laughs> So we had malice at the palace. Uh, yes. Or in it. Or in your heart. Wherever the malice was. <laughs> but originally, the malice was at the palace. The palace was. at Harvard Hills on it November was. 19th, 2004. Yes. <laughs> it was. So and before we say, start, do y'all remember where you were when you heard yes. about the malice at the palace? Yes. 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 Wholeheartedly know exactly why. Yes. I was because I remember the year before when they won the championship, and I remember what the fuck I was doing in 04 that led me to being the dad that I am today. Read between the motherfucking lines. <laughs> I had just moved to... I was in Vegas for just a year, um, and I was watching television with my grandma, like, watching the game with my grandma, like, and I, I couldn't believe it. Like <laughs> I remember we was watching the game. And well, I don't know. I think we was at my baby mama house. And I got up to go get something out the refrigerator, like a red pop or some shit. And I just remember her like, hey, Larry, come the fuck there. They fighting, they fighting. And I ran right. in the room. And when I ran in the room, I just seen this nigga on a test running up in the stands and shit. What up, Jay? And I just like. Nigga, I just froze. Like, I think, I, you know, like, when you walk in and you some started you and you, whatever pose you make, I, I, I think I was in that pose. You just hold the red pop up his mouth. Just like. like... <laughs> yeah. I just, she's like, they fighting, they fight. I ran in the room and it's like, whatever pose I was in when I caught eyes on the TV, it was just. Yeah. For the rest of the fucking time, bro. Like, Yeah. Up until now, when this documentary came out, we only saw what ESPN showed us. So, right. depending on what side of the court you were on, you determine like whether if them niggas got their ass beat or <laughs> if it was a travesty, right? Because back right. then, the Bulls wasn't doing so great, y'all. I always have a secondary team. That's just how I roll. I don't think that's fake or anything like that. It's Bulls for life, always and always. But I was fucking with the Pistons back then. But how'd you get it in the same? How'd you get it in the same division though? Yeah, because I just defaulted to the Lakers, girl. Come on now. Because like, oh, I I can't. I I can't. The Lakers and the I can't. Like it's that I can't do. Like 
Y'all, y'all Cause I mean, that was like, cool. I mean, I like their, I like right their style. I like their yeah, style. but I mean, I you, have to, you have okay. to appreciate the team that Detroit put together in that run in the early on. Like, I'm trying to tell you, that's what it was. It was the culmination of everybody that they brought together, and it just fucking it worked. But that's that's what's beautiful about this documentary too, because if you actually think of that that Pacer team. That's how they got there. Like Ryan Artest got exactly. traded. Exactly. Jackson, I think, was picked up in free agency. I believe. Right. Um, Jermaine O'Neal was traded, and if you look at the Pistons, now we won't call those guys throwaways. The difference I will say is everybody on that Pistons team they considered a throwaway outside of Tayshawn because he was drafted. Right. Ben, what? What? Ben was with the fucking Magic. Nobody even knew Ben Wallace played for the Orlando Magic. Like not you know really. What I'm saying? Did, I literally he, thought he, he was, was born a piston. I didn't know. Like that's what a lot of niggas know. Rasheed was on his way out the league till they offered this nigga thirty million for half a fucking season or, or eighteen million for half a season. Then what? Chauncey Billups. I think we was his fifth stop in the With fucking league. Team, right. And I think then, Rip um, Hamilton was there. Yeah. Rip Hamilton, Hamilton because it didn't work out with him and Jordan. Right, like Jordan yeah. was tired again. They like, oh, Rip. We, I don't know. So sorry. Cannot keep you. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, so it I, really know. was just two scrappy teams that were kind of put together in some odd circumstances. But no, you have you definitely have to appreciate what Detroit was able to put together there. Like all bullshit. Yeah. Hey, hey, yo, and I'm gonna let y'all talk. I got two things to say real quick. First off, for all you fuck ass fans who say the only reason the Pistons beat the Lakers is because Carl Malone wasn't there, you mean to tell me from that team, Kobe and Shaq wasn't enough? Who's your mother? Also, Not Carl. When the Pistons beat the Lakers and Magic was hurt, I give you Lakers fans that one. But that shit was, them niggas had Kobe and Shaq in their prime. What up, sis? And you gonna tell me they couldn't beat them, man? Please. Anyhow, in the second thing, I'm gonna shut up. Deciding factor? Who said that's, that? That's what a lot of niggas say. That's what a lot of Lakers fans will tell you. That if Carl Malone played in that series, they would have beat the Pistons. Shut up. You mean to tell me that they were going around telling people that Rapist Malone was the reason. Child molested Malone. Oh, okay. I mean, they you on the same page. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, like, I tell niggas all the time, look, I'll play with the, the old Utah team on the game and keep Carl Malone on the bench the whole time. I have no respect for that nigga. Like, and the fact that you ain't want to claim your son and you only claimed your daughter once she made it to the league. Get your fuck ass out of here. Second thing I want to say, and then I'm done. I like how they set the fucking tone because you immediately was like asking the Detroit fans, which was none of them black, which was that was funny to me. But how did they feel about it? But then they showed all these decrepit ass shots of the hood. And I was just like, yo, they set the fucking the palace is nowhere near none of that shit that they just showed. <laughs> Not even close, nigga. Wild. And I can't, and there's a, and we'll, we'll get to it, but there's a reporter that they have that sits with us throughout this and is kind of talking, a journalist who's kind of talking about the whole fallout. And they ask him, kind of like, why do you think it was portrayed the way it was portrayed? And I was hoping he'd say one thing, and he didn't quite get there. Who, Mitch Album? Let's say, we, he didn't quite get where I needed him to be, but he tried. Good on him. <laughs> uh, so, this particular, what's interesting about this is that we do talk about obviously those events but we see them from a bunch of different sides which i think is very good because i think 
when we were seeing it, when it happened in real time, we saw the clips on ESPN, unless you were watching the game, which at that exactly. point, guys, we didn't have streaming services back in the early aughts. Like, Nikki right. wasn't really rewinding stuff for us. They wasn't hitting a, with us with different cameras. We literally saw baseline low for most of that fucking fight. And then this depending on said, where you baseline, were and who else was playing, yeah. you might not have, yeah. Nigga, because I used to, playing, nigga. You might you not have saw the game at all. This is what you get. Good luck. Watch it. And then Real sometimes shit. you didn't even see it. You just caught the highlights on ESPN because the game would be played regionally and it wouldn't be nationally. Right, because that wasn't the playoffs. Yeah. No, yeah, it was not. Game. No, it was yeah, not. It was, was just the next game. time that they game. met after the pace, uh, after the pistons yeah, that just that won. That was just the next season. Yeah, that's so that shit was probably de- as as far as Indiana. So Indiana, Illinois, we got Michigan, it. That's what I'm saying. Indiana, yeah. Illinois, Michigan, maybe Wisconsin. And if so you I got cable and you play for the else. NBA package, that's yeah, it. I wouldn't yeah, say I was watching something else, but somebody was like watching. Yeah, streaming it. I or, the, yeah, I bet that shit got changed to every channel or something. But event, this, I but think then a lot of niggas didn't see it till, like you say, ESPN clips. ESPN, and then the thing about the ESPN clips is they were like zooming in, and shit was grainy, and you just like really didn't get a good depiction of what the fuck was happening. And I just think it's interesting that me back then being a Pistons fan, like secondary fan, I got to keep saying that secondary fan. Um. <laughs> um I watching this documentary, I saw it completely different now. Like I had an opportunity to see it completely different, um, and I, it kind of changed my perspective of that evening. So I'm not I gonna lie, and, and I, I know we're gonna get into the details, but I just want to say, as a diehard Piston fan, I don't, I don't like the Lions. I kind of fuck with the Tigers. I literally am a Red Wing and a Piston fan. The rest of that shit can go. So to to deal with them niggas. For 14 hard years of nothingness since the last time we won a chip, like I felt like you know, fuck the Pacers after that, after that mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this documentary and I was like, ooh, fuck our it's not really there, there's a line drawn, and, and I see I I feel like the sometimes there's a line drawn in the sand. And then the, the line sometimes has to be erased depending on situations. And I think a lot of people blame the Pacers because Ron Artest ran into them stands. I think the reason that you can't blame Ron Artest is because this is a nigga who was getting the most technical files, who didn't give a fuck about nothing up, none of that shit. And when all of this is going on, all he did was go lay on the scores table and got the fuck out the way. You tried to there? avoid conflict, and the conflict so came to came, came raining down on him. <laughs> Literally, the conflict made itself known out of thin air. Literally, out of thin fucking air. Yeah, um, it had to do with a foul on the fucking court. Wow! End of the fucking game. Yeah. The game up. was over. There was nothing that the Pistons could have done to come back from that game. And for any of you who, who don't understand, like the if you don't if you haven't watched the documentary yet, when we so the year before we played the Pacers in the uh playoffs to go to the championship for a lot of y'all to know Tayshawn Prince. That's that take that year was that Tayshawn Prince block on Reggie Miller because Reggie Miller would have hit that shot, it was over for us. So that was that was that year. What a lot of people don't remember, 
I'm glad we won, but we technically won that series because Ron Artest that did that dumbass foul at the end of the game. At the end. So, yep. Right. So in this game, then they talk about it in a documentary for all of y'all who haven't seen it. He says, yo, it, it, it's over. They can't do shit. You can go get your file. And he goes and hard files the fuck out this nigga, though. When but, there's nothing left in the game. Like, what is the purpose of that foul at the, that point the, in the game? I think the thing was because because he knew he fucked the championship up. That was more of just foul, my nigga, because nobody thought it was going to go that far. And then go get your foul, but don't go tackle the fuck out this nigga. And I think yeah. that's what, when Reggie told him to go get the foul or Jermaine, whoever said it, I think they just thought he was going to maybe wrap dude up or a ticky-tack foul. This nigga Ron Artest playing like this. 15 minutes left in the game, and he down by 10. Okay, so listen. <laughs> right, so uh, let's, you want to start? We sit with Jermaine O'Neal, Stephen Jackson, yes. and Ron Artest, or former, formerly known as Ron Artest, but is now Meta World Peace. Right. I was, okay, so that was my question. I was going to be like, are we calling him Ron? Because this is when he was Ron when this is happening, or are we calling him Meta? Let's his just mom, call him Ron. His mom and name Ron. I'm going to call him Ron. We're just going to call him Ron for the sake of, for the sake of, of you know. Okay. Of, <laughs> of just keeping everything uniform because that's how they all respond are calling him in, in this anyway. Yeah, nobody calls yeah. him meta in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we kind of get kind of background story on how the Pacers come together. Um, so we learn Jermaine O'Neal gets drafted, what, like 17th to the Blazers? Like he comes out yes. of high school. Yes. Um at that time he was the youngest player in the NBA. Yeah. So he's ever played in the NBA, yeah. Ever well, play, that, at, well, that well, point, guess, at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, which right. is crazy. I mean, and I guess it's the same. I'm not going to say the same story, but a lot of the story we hear where we have, you know, black professional athletes that come right out of high school or, you know, leave college er early because, well, they need the money. <laughs> I, was I mean, it, and I know that sounds shitty and horrible, no, but I mean, no, that's no. normally the story. Like, they need money and they're trying to support their families, and this is the way to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I wasn't disputing you. My bad. I was just about to say I think that nigga still is the youngest because after him, that hey, you had to be eighteen after that. I think he I played think in the right. NBA he game at seventeen years right. old. Because I think everybody yeah. after him was eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Um, um, but anyway, yeah, like you were saying, like he he was the the linchpin to getting his family out the hood. The seventeen year old boy has to make man decisions and say forego college and take this shot. Right. Yep. I mean, and, and it just, happened for him. I mean, he he was high, he was highly touted coming out of high school. The dude was what six eleven and seventeen years old. There's really no downside to that. You either are gonna go to the league and be good, or you're shitty automatically. There really yeah. is no in between. When those when you're that big of a kid and you play that position and you're that dominant in high school, usually when you make that jump, you're either super shitty or you you know what I'm saying, or you get a bad deal, which. A lot of people say Kwame Brown was shitty, right? I think Kwame Brown got a bad deal in how he was dealt with. And that's why when Jermaine was 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 drafted, and as we see, as we move forward in the documentary, he was traded. I like how we handled it. Because a lot of people would have just sat, sat on the bench and tried not to rock the boat because they in the NBA. And he like, nah. Like, I know I'm young, but I, no, I mean, I think, And I think yeah, that is certainly a testament this. to his love of the game and him wanting to – be good at basketball and be good on a professional level, not just right. get a check and sit on the bench. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so he ends up at the paces. Like he said, he's excited to play with Reggie Miller. Like <laughs> right. which honestly, like all bullshit aside and all the hate that Reggie Miller all gets, pacer hate. 
all yeah, fucking Pacer and Miller time. hate aside, he all right or whatever. Reggie Miller like, is probably. I, I mean, niggas can take stuff right or whatever. La- listen, last last five seconds in the game, I'm still taking Reggie for the shot over Steph. Oh, I hate to. I'm nodding my head. That's all I got. That's all I got. Until Steph came along, like you really, like you were gonna say, who would you say is the best shooter? First shooter, jump shot. I'm taking Miller over Kobe for the. I think Kobe staying. I don't understand why niggas even have a Kobe and LeBron question like conversation. I'm that much of a Kobe stain. I'm taking Miller over Kobe for the last second shot. He's like, Reggie plus, Miller would probably he's usually good for it. Reggie Miller damn near is the reason why a lot of these ticky tack fouls is called. I remember watching the game and the nigga said it. They say, yo, Reggie don't be getting fouled. The commentator was saying it. Reg would shoot and clap his own fucking hands. Yeah. Every time. It was it was it wasn't on purpose, but that was his shooting form. Like this nigga changed the game without even fucking knowing it. Like Reggie Miller, yo, literally. Yeah. All I right. Mean, all right. All right. Look at it. Yeah, most of them. Okay, we we talked talked finally about him. That is enough. Okay, great. He was great or whatever. We've done fourteen years in the in the league and shit. Okay, cool. (laughs) Two thousand finals loss to the Lakers. Tayshawn blocked your shit, nigga. Yeah. So two thousand Pacers lose to the Lakers. Hey, hey. And they decide they're gonna gut. The, they're gonna gut the team. This is like Reggie's 14th season. He's like the. I guess I can't remember the guy's name. The the owner. He was just kind of like Reggie's done everything that he could possibly do. You know, he's old. This is the 14th season. We got to try to bring some new blood in here. When they lose they to the Lakers, start, yeah. yeah, they start crying, acquiring everybody. They trade the Bulls for Ron Artest. They get Stephen Jackson from whatever rock they pulled him from under. I just want to <laughs> say very briefly, Ron did not need to bring up. How he was glad to get away from the Bulls. Bro, tell the story of why we are here. I literally was like, is that what we're doing? Look, when he said it, I was like, damn, they were shitty as fuck, but damn, not no. And we were, but you don't We were going through this moment. No, y'all, y'all was going through it. I mean, y'all literally was in a time frame. It's hard as fuck to rebound because you gotta think too. All that shit y'all did in the 90s, I'm sure trade picks had been And this was the early 2000s. So certain trades, certain picks was given away that still was the fumbling effect of having a dominant team that ran the whole fucking thing. Because 90s. you don't get you don't get the higher draft that shit back. you're winning. Oh, so then when right. everybody's old, right. you're left with nothing. Exactly. And you have with these yeah. high-ass salaries for so long, you don't have yep. the cap space to go the out and get Y'all think these younger I, kids. It's like when you're young, you don't understand the money in the sports game, but now that I'm a grown man, I understand it. Y'all niggas literally went from the king to the shithole, and it was not y'all fault at all. It didn't have nothing to do with talent, none of that. Niggas, like you said, niggas got old, contracts was too high, we didn't trade the drive. Jordan, Jordan, I mean, because if you think about it, Ron Artest shit, that's the reason he won 91, and the nigga mimicked Dennis Rodman. When y'all put that team together, Rick did everything y'all did. Yeah, Ron, he would he shouldn't have said that shit, but whew. it just wasn't necessary, but that's all it was. Yeah, it puts some hate in my heart too, but we here now. A little bit. Um so yeah, so basically they're just like are they kind of become like one of the better teams in the East, right? They go from like they have like, the best yeah, record like, no, that whole year, right? Right, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. They definitely be something. the year after the championship, yeah. No, actually the year of the championship. The year of the, the championship, they have yeah, the best record, did. like 
yeah, they, they lost in game six to the Pistons. Pistons went on to win championship. And then that was that. The five-game sweep is what we call that. Yo. <laughs> okay, the five-game sweep. <laughs> they were showing those clips of uh, those finals games and, like, wow, memories, taking it back, watching the fucking the infamous Rip Hamilton flip fish flops, like, like wow! Like oh, and all I remember him is it's how his braids used to be. Like, I used to, I used to cheer about that. Listen, listen, I, I feel so embarrassed. Like, I, I, I feel like I used to think he was cute, and now I'm ashamed. I, oh, right, that is well. That is well. All, all I know, all I know, is the world works off good energy. So all that good energy y'all have for that nigga at that time, I thank you for it. <laughs> it, it, helped him, it helped him flop harder. It helped, it him, helped him flop. Yo, flop listen. flawlessly. All right, look, uh, uh, Rip Hamilton draws on LeBron to run. God damn it, that's where LeBron got that shit from. Rip, I listen, believe that. I don't understand flops at all, and t- unless it's good for my team. And that nigga Rip was flopping his ass. That nigga just knew he was skinny as shit, right? Right. Around, he was like those around, <laughs> Flailing arm, it's inflatable tube man yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. The first two months after that face mask, that nigga was getting fired. Oh my god! You could not touch this nigga after he put that Phantom of the Opera fucking shit on his face, nigga. You could not touch him. <laughs> Whoever checked Rip that night, if they was their best player, they was switching that nigga. Out, out. <laughs> Don't do it. Right. Out. Right. Oh my god. After that, I guess we sit with Ron Artest, and it's funny because the white people are calling him Ronnie and I am screaming. Like, why are you calling Ronnie. him Ronnie? They was calling him Ronnie like he was a new addition. And I was like, which which DeVoe is he? Like, wait a minute now. Oh. Like they used to feed that nigga pizza rolls with their kids at 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little Ronnie was a little weird. Little you know, Ronnie. He was a great basketball player, and we just little loved Ronnie. him. And my wife, she just, you know, Helen just loved to cook. Love for her. little Ronnie. Right. Like <laughs> it was weird. So, okay. So the fucking the fucking pistons win the chip, right? So right. the the next time we see fucking Ron. <laughs> He in the coop like he, well next time we see Ronnie, he in the coop like, hey, my album coming out. My album I only got time for this basketball. Remember all the rapper, all, all the basketball players had rap albums, Kobe. Shaq got like that, 10 albums. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was fine. And then when Dame Lillard made one, niggas was ready to like blow this nigga up for making a fucking rap album. He's actually a better rapper than any of the basketball. <laughs> Dame, 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 Dame That's what I was about to say. Shaq was the best rapper. Dame Dollars, nigga. Until, until Dame Dollar picked up a microphone. That nigga got bars. Listen, that's the part. Like they Dame were on his Dollars. ass. Like he was rapping like, like Ron. Was Look, like, he said yeah, he rolled the coupe window that. down and was like, I don't know about the don't know about these paces, but this album coming out. Like <laughs> He rolled off like the Grey Poupon nigga. Like, yeah, that's all I got. I don't know. You know what, though? I nigga, mean, get out of here with this Shaq song, bitch. <laughs> I'm outstanding. <laughs> hey, Shaq, Shaq held his own on a track with Biggie. That's, hey, it's only two niggas <laughs> that. Okay. Shaq and all right. Lee. Shaq well, all right. Lee, the only two niggas to rap 
like bar for bar with Biggie. All right. <laughs> Y'all remember Stacey right. Lee? You remember this? Goodbye. Okay. Anyway, Ron, Ron basically was saying that he wanted to quit. And Nichols was like, oh, that's interesting that you said that you want to quit when I have this piece of paper here that says you got to play with us for six more years. Oh, you're trying to retire right today? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you coming back after your album out? Or like, what? I don't know what to do about this. Cause... He definitely was like, oh. And then he was like, so I'm going to promote this album. And when that gets done, then I'm going to focus on the season. Then I'm going to come back. Oh. Like, like, I was just rapping these songs. I was going to come right back. Like, right. You're going to stay with Jay-Z real quick. <laughs> My thing, but look though, he did he did admit to this. Now this on some serious, even though this shit is still funny. I, if you watch us, and if you watch us later, and even if you watch us live later, you know that we take some of the most tragic shit and make it funny, and still give you a lesson. I want to say, as funny as this shit is, the serious side of it though is for anybody who might be going through something or whatever. The nigga once he admitted to having like depression and, and anxiety, the shit a lot made of the behavior sense. made sense. Yeah, when yep. you can't control your shit, nigga. This is why Kanye bought a $60 million home that he's never been in. Yeah. When he bought that big-ass ranch in Wisconsin and shit. Or maybe they did move right there. Point being is, sometimes niggas be the pressure that you that you, you that nigga. And you, you just cost your team the whole season for a fuck-ass file. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I hate not, not pressure on you, you know what I'm saying? It was still, don't get me wrong. For If, if I was in Jermaine O'Neal's shoes... And don't necessarily, like he said, we knew he had a therapist. We knew he was talking to somebody, but we weren't privy to what his condition was. And right. I was in Jermaine O'Neal's shoes. Nigga, you cutting the album and you had the Source Awards. Oh, fuck this. Yeah, oh, see, that was the other part. He nigga. said somebody what? died and that he needed to go to the funeral. They gave him the days off this, niggas at the Source Awards. Which, first of all, if you have a career... Outside of being or it being in like a West Coast, East Coast like rap beef, you don't need to be at the Source Awards. The Source Awards, not in them days, not in them days. And then there was a beef signing. Baby, they shoot. Don't he know? Baby, they shoot at the Source Awards. Like, why are you? (laughs) Listen, this is how you know. (laughs) That's that's what he wanted to quit. That's what he wanted to quit the Patriots for, y'all. Listen. (laughs) Listen, Petey Pablo is, is great for two things. For one, everybody knew who cut the back of his I literally wrote, I really wrote this thing at the Source of Royals of Petey Pablo. <laughs> it was a Petey Pablo sighting. Like, who the Take fuck your was jersey, y'all swing around your head like a hell like of a helicopter. We're going to get to that, Autumn, because Jermaine, to me, got, like, the shittiest deal out of all of this. Like, Yo, my very first note, my very first note, well, actually, not my first, but once I did my second recap notes, my head note is Jermaine looks sad as fuck this entire documentary. The whole time. He, he and, and he looks very zen like he has had to go through years of therapy and meditation and zen and he done found whatever God you believe in, he has searched and found it because yeah. you could tell that he's in a place where the shit is making him sad. He don't want to talk about it but he's moved, tried his best to just just he try got, to yeah. He got. He, he, I mean, your I, boy I, Steven I, Jackson looked in the camera and said, "I'm gonna talk about this tonight, and I don't fucking want to talk about this anymore." No more. So. I think what what, what nigga, that nigga? I don't think so. I don't think. Yeah, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, Jermaine O'Neal is not. 
like I think one if of the, the one sad of the, music the parts playing, that, I feel like Jermaine would have went out into the middle of the road and it would have started to rain and he would have spun around with his shirt open or something. Like it would have been Jermaine. It would have been cool <laughs> on my party, <laughs> lost my bitch, lost Her my dog. Video. She took the house and the kid. Like he'd have spun around in the rain if they would have let him. He'd have been on his knees. <sighs> Seasons and I think they were kind of expecting him to to retire. And it, and it was eight, it was eighteen when he left. When he left, so right it, yeah. when they got Jermaine, they, the idea was that he would be a leadership leadership role in the locker room and take over when Reggie ultimately decided to retire. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's why he looks so sad is because this shit kind of tainted his career and it really want now it, that we see the documentary kind of it really wasn't his fault. Did did kind of no kind of too. I mean, he got he, he got like, it fucked fuck. his career up. Fuck! Cause Steven Jackson had already. I think. I think Steven Jackson might have already had a ring with the uh, Spurs, so he was kind of straight. This nigga uh, met a Leffen, or excuse me, Ronnie Leffen got a ring and got one. Went to the Lakers and got a ring. One? Huh? Huh? Doesn't he have more than one? Who, Ron? Yeah. And I think he only got that one with the Lakers. I think he that that next year something stupid happened. I was gonna they say they won. lost the next year or something. Okay. But they, no, something like they won because I know Dennis Rodman got one with them when that nigga went back, and it was around that same time. So I was like, I don't know if he left. Maybe I forget, but yeah, I thought he had more than but, one, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, so just one. Then, then we started. But Jermaine's the only nigga that don't have a ring outside of Reggie from and Reggie. That. And, and and Reggie was Reggie's part of the story, but he's not. That right. story is Steve, is Stephen Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal, and Ron Artest. 
So can I just say that people be on Twitter talking, but they want 500K or dinner with Jay-Z. Like, I want to do, like, dinner with Jay-Z or, like, dinner with Steven Jackson because I need to see the Steven Jackson. Thing. Because he's a real-ass nigga, and I definitely need to sit with that nigga. Like, real people know other he real was, people. I need he to was, sit with that nigga and ask questions. He was low-key my favorite. Like, he got some of my favorite quotables out of this fucking documentary. Like, that nigga's a real nigga. Like, he said, yeah. when they called me and told me they wanted me to come to the page, he said he was on the block. Niggas on the back, like, oh! Nigga. Right. He literally he was on the block when he got the news, nigga. Listen, he, was, nigga like, he was hanging and slanging and gang banging and he got the fucking it. news. He got the call and was like, oh, next hill chirp. Okay, yeah, great. I'll be there. Where I'm at? The Pacers? Oh, okay, that's what's up. Like, right. Okay, click. We out here. Somebody take me. I need to <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So he did with these white people. He did like they. It, it, you did, know what yeah, was so did. interesting about that interview is the way they had to like shift it because he was like, like he really was like he felt he really felt like terrible like, in that moment. He was like if they didn't try to like take that back and move it in another direction, he would have probably started crying. They wouldn't have got. He would have just sat. We'd have just right. been listening to all the shit that he meant to say to these niggas. Like, and it's just, it, I mean, and and that's 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 another real life moment because like we expect athletes to always be on point, and even when you're emotional, like nah, nigga, this your job. And he took that time to be real because, yeah, you deserve it because you did play with that team. It's a whole NBA season. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, that nigga realized the niggas that he was in the trenches with for real. He got a second chance. And And he didn't feel like – he felt like he shortchanged – like, think about it. You shortchanged – you shortchanged Reggie Miller. You you shortchanged – yes, exactly. You didn't like and forget about I all the rest of that shit. I don't love Reggie Miller, that, but you deaf fucked that man out of his literal only shot. The fucked up part his about only it is, time. The fucked up part about it is you you filed, and that really is what sealed it. But niggas came back that next year and, and forgot about that file in order to say, fuck it, we're gonna get we're gonna do our best to get Reggie one before he got up out of here. And the fucked up part about this whole thing is it's not your fault. That you reacted in. I mean, it's your fault you you reacted that way, I guess. But but it's not it's, your it's, fault. But it's not your fault that this shit started. But yet, when we forgot about that file, now that's all we can think about. Because at the end of the day, we are now in this position because of you. And that's and I think he felt horrible. He 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 deserved that ring with the Lakers. The nigga actually was a small. No, he played a, well, he and, that's, and that's the thing that I think for but he felt people bad. that don't that weren't alive for malice or weren't really you know old enough to old really enough. kind yeah. of really see ron artest at his peak like people forget mm-hmm. all the meta world peace bullshit aside that nigga could play like he it wasn't oh, like yeah. you know, it oh, wasn't yeah. like he was some scrub and i think that gets lost a lot of times it's not mm-hmm. like ron artest is no scrub ass dude like he could fuck right. no that was that nigga yeah for like, all I you niggas that, that say lost. paul george got defense for all you paul george defensive fans that's who he learned that nigga meta was Paul George, Gary Payton, Scotty perimeter defense. One of the best to ever fucking do. Here, what? Yeah. Oh, Rob, Rob was one of the few niggas when we played ball against them niggas. Like as a fan, I would get fear in my heart. Like that nigga D was nasty. He could shut like, you down. Yeah. You had to worry about the steals. You had to worry about whether he was gonna shut down your favorite player. He didn't give a fuck about being physical as shit. Only gonna give you twelve that night. You really had to. You had to be <laughs> Like it was real fair. Like you really? had to be concerned. The fuck the so, that Pacers team played defense like the old Piston teams in the fucking eighties. Them niggas yeah. didn't give a fuck. That's right. <laughs> That's why. And and the Pistons 
from the 80s is why I wasn't allowed to be a Pistons fan in the 2000s. Because <laughs> hey, I was body slamming people at the, base of the, at the base of the goal and shit. Yeah. I've, yeah. Yo, I've literally met every starting bad boy except Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, that shit sucks. Like, it's the only one I ain't met. But anyway, go ahead. Maybe. So, all right, so we see all these white people. Yes. We yes. every white person in the goddamn documentary. Every single goddamn one. Let me tell you. I do. I, 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 I want to just remind y'all how close at this point. This is the year, like Reggie's last year. They have everything they need to win. Yes. yes. Everything. That's that team was so, I need. I need y'all to know this was like that. Like, had this not happened, there's nothing they, that there's almost nothing that would have stopped them from that that year. If, if at the bare minimum, and they I can would say have that pretty much rolled through the Eastern in, Conference Finals. Like they at I least mean, would have been in the NBA Finals. I can't. I don't recall who was whatever, but we did. We yeah. went to the Finals again that year, and we lost to the Spurs. The they lost. right. They did lose yeah. to the Spurs. I'm just saying because far, they left like Vin, fucking Robert yeah. Ory open on the wing. Who the fuck does that? Robert Ory got more rings than Jordan. What the fuck is you thinking? My bad. More rings than Sonic. He does. He got all the rings. <laughs> She's right. And I mean, yeah. So. Yeah, nobody would have stopped the niggas if that shit not happened. Real so, shit. Charlie H is here with us, the season ticket uh, holder guy. And shout out to Buddy France, the nigga with the fro. Right. Like, yeah. if you guys have ever seen a Pistons game <laughs> against them, if you see it at Buffalo Wild Wings or your grandma's house, you buddy france like this oh, always in the crowd so white big ass white ass nigga with the biggest red white and blue fro ever in life <laughs> he looks insane but he i was happy i was actually happy that he was in a documentary because i that that gave me some authentic, authenticity like okay like yeah, i really talk to niggas that know exactly this is okay, back like they said even in the documentary nigga we had the dopest intro like to have mason listen if you from detroit and you know who Mason is. I'm sorry, you said y'all had the dopest entrance? Oh, Detroit basketball. When I heard that shit on 2K one time, I said, oh, did, this thing is pretty like, yeah, did you say? Did you say that? Did you say that the Pistons had the best entrance in the NBA? Like in the NBA? No, I didn't say back. Fuck no. Everybody know the that new 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 you pull your belt out and turn that song on, your kid know they getting all out there. You, you get out the shower. Go to the shower. Turn that on. Nigga. You're like, oh, yeah. Let's go. You turn that on, walking into your kid's principal's office, bitch, you know it's a fucking on. It's like, fucking on. Let's do the shit. Got on your Nike. I ripped my pants off. <laughs> Mama, you pass. Right. The tearaway is right. <laughs> Yes, yes. Sitting at dinner spot number two at the end of the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we, I was saying we had the best announcer at that time. Y'all were. Oh, okay. That run can run. I did I like it. Y'all the only thing was announcing the Did y'all have a boxing announcer, nigga, do y'all shit one time? I don't think nobody yeah. else has had that. Yeah, one of the buffers showed up. One of them. Uh, yeah, Michael Buffett. Yeah, yeah. So, Charlie, Charlie, 
I wrote multiple times. Charlie is a bitch ass nigga in my notes. Um, I take I regret nothing. Um, he bitch fan, right? ass he not even huh? a nigga. The red he was the piston, the, pit, the one that went on the on the court. That threw the cup. Oh, the one. No. The one that was on the court. So yo, I'm gonna let y'all talk. I'm gonna definitely shut the fuck up. But hey, everybody watching, I'm texting them and I said, yo, I thought Jermaine O'Neal was a bitch ass nigga for hitting a ball boy. I thought for years that little fat <laughs> fucker was a was ball a little ball boy. boy. <laughs> I thought Jermaine O'Neal was a child, and I was he like, not. Jermaine O'Neal is just unbelievably fucking tall. I, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> randomly end up in the same club with Jermaine O'Neal, so I can send him a fucking. I want I want to send him a bottle just so he can be like, like does he have a PR guard? Like I just want to send a little post guard and be like, hey right. man, my bad. Thought you snuck the ball, boy. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I literally for years, nigga. I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Yes. We never, we only got that one look. We never got the breakdown. We never found out who those people were. Watching it, we never really got the whole story. So, like, right. if you care about, <laughs> thank you, because I, I regret nothing. He's a bitch ass <laughs> nigga. Okay, so, but let's talk about Charlie. Charlie's such a bitch ass nigga that how about before to this night that it was how this is happening? They was already about to take this nigga tickets away. They was already about to tell this nigga, you can stop coming. Because that's how much of a bitch-ass nigga he was probably being previously and beforehand. Right. Real shit. Yeah. I'm Fuck almost him. trying to figure out if he knew that it was his last night and that's why he was like, Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to go down there. I'm going to go down there. And the way this nigga was telling the story was just such... You know what he thought? If you, look at where, if, if you look at where they show him in the stands, he was around a group of black people. Niggas hadn't come out to pissing games and droves like that in years because we had just won the championship. Of course, we hyped again. What he thought was, I'm going down here and they're going to follow me. No, Charlie, you don't even live on the southwest side with the Mexicans that we fuck with. We definitely not going down there with you. You about to get your ass with by yourself. They should have been took this nigga tickets, huh? Which really, we don't, and that's the thing. I think black people at sporting events, we don't even, act, like, that's not even our wheelhouse. To, like, we don't get drunk and act a fucking fool. It's like, no. Those beers cost $18. I'm not throwing that at nobody. We gonna nobody. drink a couple beers, and we gonna enjoy the game, and we gonna go to fuck home. Like, we not finna start Cardinal. And I'm literally food. trying to get out want, before the game is yeah, over. Like, so I don't I want the He's bothering me. I don't and, want none look, of that. As a Detroiter, Black niggas that threw the chair, I'm just gonna assume they was from the east side. But okay. Don't I mean, it the, seems, it seems fair. This nigga took 10 minutes trying to pull, like, like the anger that you have to have to continue to try to, try to, to, a chair that to is rock a chair off the ground. <laughs> to throw it. Okay. Thank you, right. wrestler. So let's put y'all, let's put you guys in the, in the, in the mode now, right? We're Football there. comes up okay. on my Netflix, untold. Anyway. Yeah, so right. we're there, guys. So we'll just start at the game. So there's yes. the game. Ben Wallace loses his brother, and I don't think anybody knows this, and he plays anyway in this game. I yep. Yes, I remember that. Um, and at this point, they are the, the Pistons have lost this game. They're down by like 15 or 20, you know. Too much and, to come back from at this right, point. Right, it's like There's a literally second like, yeah, like, 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 it's a done yeah. bun. Like, they, nobody, they could have pulled all the starters, and it Was just would have been done. yeah. And uh, Jamal Tinsley? Tinsley? Well, 
I also want to make sure just, just to kind of set the it was Tinsley. It was Tinsley. It was Tinsley. That's what that's what makes it even fucking worse. Okay, but whatever. I had forgot that nigga existed. And then I was like, that's what makes it worse. When a nigga had to be like, like who? Been like, I thought Re- that's why I thought Reggie said it, or maybe no, because what would Reggie say? No, okay, and but I was, and I guess whatever. And he was like, "Get your foul in." And he said, "Now he said, now you." I I remember how you said it. He was like, "Yeah, now you can go and get your foul." And he was talking. Yeah, about, he said it on the fucking camera, and then and then and then Ron goes, you. Ron goes, "What?" And he goes, "You can get your foul now." Right, but I want like, why would you put a battery in Ron's back to make him think that was okay? You want to know why? Because you're Jamal Tinsley and your check is like, nope. Before before we dig into this, I just I also want to just kind of give you guys an understanding who's who's in the building. So if you guys have ever been to a basketball game and like, let's say it's at it's at your home, right? And y'all are killing these niggas. You're probably like I just said two minutes ago probably trying to leave already. So so a lot of the people that are season ticket holders and like people that are normally like there, they already, they already gone. As far as they're concerned, as far as, exactly, because after it was happening, but as far as most people who go to these games on a regular basis are concerned, the game was won. I'm getting up out of here to get out of traffic, to get, get ahead of traffic. So we're dealing with like all the people that paid like $22, yeah, for tickets now, shit, now, tri- now trickling down trickling to those down. Yeah. to those better seats because all of these on now. So I just wanted to kind of set the scene for you guys so you guys can understand who was in the building. Right. These are not your. These are not. You know, no, you know nosebleed seat prices. Some people be thinking niggas be paying regular prices to sit all the way up there. Nigga, no. Shit was no, thirty dollars. I went on a, a vacation with my cousins a few years ago to Miami, and they tried to convince me to go to a Miami Heat game with them. And I said, oh, bet, how much are tickets? And they said $26. And I said, so y'all are going to go sit on the curb and watch TV outside? Straight nosebleeds, huh? And I was exactly. like, no. And they're like, oh, we're going to try to pull us some rich niggas. And I was like, you're like a five in Miami. You could probably not do that. Um, it was a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, because I'm probably like a four and a half in Miami. Like, I got cute hey, or whatever, but shout like, you know, hey, like, it is what it is. Like, we all have to live within to, our limitations. I mean, we but did I was a not going to pay that. $26 to go sit in the nosebleeds with the expectation that my titties were going to, like, lure a, a millionaire from the nosebleeds. Like, it's fine. Um, DC 10 is a New York 6. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna say it is what it is, man. I, like I, we all gotta live within our our reality. And hey, I can't I can't help that. Oh, I mean, an Ohio ten is a Michigan four. <laughs> so, I just wanted to guys. I just wanted to put y'all in the mindset of where everything was. Um, so Jamal Tinsley tells Ron, take your foul. So at this point, Steven Jackson is guarding Van Wallace, and there's no way (laughs) there's no way there's no way that Steven Jackson is about to take this foul. There's literally almost no time left in the game. The game is over. There's no reason for Steven Jackson to take the foul. So instead, Listening to Jamal Tinsley, Ron decides to push 
Ben Wallace. And like hard as shit for no reason. Hard um, as shit. That and question is really hard file. as fuck. Yeah, not only do you take the senseless file, you file the only other, at that time, big, monstrous, aggressive nigga in the league outside of yourself. Like, yeah, like, why would you go pick a fit? Why would you pick a fight with the other bully on the playground? <laughs> so, of all the people, <laughs> I just, I just, it was too hard at that point in the game. Uh, ben Wallace is interviewed and he even says that himself. Um, and I can't ever tell this part. Did Ben mush him in the face or was it a, did he like slap I think him? He tried, I think he tried to react. And I mean, I can't really tell if it's a full on smack or a mush either, but I think. It's somewhere it, in between. It was, it's so I think when he went to smack the nigga, somebody pulled him, and maybe it resulted in a mush. Okay. Yeah, which, like he didn't you know, quite get his hand extended to slap, so that's what nah, he kind of got. It just kind of looked like things, he looked like he might have a strong ass neck, but I don't want to take no smack from Ben. Yeah. <laughs> so, Big ass. Nah, I don't want that. So at this point, um, they fight. But I also want to. But I also want to point. It's not like we haven't seen people foul like this in on the NBA court before. So, right, but now, but it's so, but it's so little time left. It's like when a nigga is up by thirty, that's true. and it's thirty seconds left, and you go dunk the fucking ball, and then nah, and you just let the time run out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. if, even if you want to get your foul, like I think everybody in that game mentally would have understood it had he just wrapped the nigga up, tapped the nigga on the hand, anything. Yeah, yeah nigga, we got long. y'all back. And then the man I was going through, dealing with some grief anyway. Like it was just wild times. Like and right, and that's right. His brother just died. You he ready to get the fuck about it? So he called his mom. Yeah, he you was. Yeah, he was already in a, a weird place. And then you don't hit him, and then they erupted into a fight. Then Jermaine ass talking about yeah, and Ben was wearing a thousand headbands and arbits. <laughs> <laughs> he said he just started. Just throwing them and shit. And then they really showed the clip and he really like did this like five times. (laughs) Yeah, he was really just pulling that shit off his arms and throwing it. God bless him. Maybe he was very sweaty. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So then Ron goes and does the thing that I was looking at like this. What the fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? He goes and he goes and just lays flat on the scorer's table. Now... We find out it's a technique that he learned from therapy. I was going to say, we didn't know what the fuck was happening then, but now we see that he's sitting there and he's counting because he says that his therapist says that if he counts, it helps. He gives him more time to think. So he's sitting there. Maybe he should have went and sat in a chair. It's like, but he's seen that comedian that said, if you get into some shit, Say one, two, three. What the fuck is wrong with me? And half of that shit will leave you the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, good strategy. Uh, <laughs> well, it turns out that uh, apparently people don't take kindly to you lying on their scores table when they're losing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and you know, you know as an adult, I see the difference. <laughs> Right, and I and I think that's the fucked up part. Is Ron was doing what he was doing to actually not be the Ron Artest we knew, and from the looks of it, as he was the Ron Artest we thought he was, we knew. Yeah, you arrogant fuck! You just followed the shit out of the defensive player of the year after his brother died. You gonna go lay on my on my table as a fan? I'm laying on your scores table because your score don't matter because nigga, we won, nigga. Exactly, not right. That shit looked like to me. As yeah, we're watching that's exactly it, exactly as a fan, and not and 
never hearing this part of the story, that's exactly yes, what yes, he was doing the Stanley. He was doing the Stanley, exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, it didn't so, work. So it did not work. Um before he could finish counting, I feel like. Um from the heavens <laughs> from, from the depths and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> from the depths of the palace comes a swirling blue open ass 16 ounce uh, fucking beer. That shit, I thought that shit was a 64 bit gold, nigga. That shit looked like, <laughs> yeah, it, looked like it went forever. Anyway, they makes you think, of, think a lot of things about that moment. It felt slow as fuck. Uh, I yeah. appreciate that they brought that up in the documentary because I remember being like, like watching the whole thing. Like, it's, yo, whoever like, was I feel now, like if, he, yo, if yo. he had been paying attention and not having his eyes closed, like he could have seen it on these people's look, table. I want to go back. Seen the cup flying at him in low in slow motion. Right. I want to go back to something Chris said earlier. This was a time, don't get me wrong, this was the 2000s, so we in the future. But this was a time where TV wasn't what the fuck it is. Right. So just like I owe Jermaine O'Neal a bottle in a club, whoever was that <laughs> cameraman that somehow caught that cup as soon as it left that nigga's hand, that nigga deserved a promotion. I'm talking about, yo, shit was everywhere. <laughs> like, it was stuff going on everywhere. Like, no, Ron Artest was literally shit. Everywhere, like he was the least interesting part of everything that was going on around him, and you—that's the part you zoom in on. And as soon as this nigga did this, the camera was right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, he stuff, the next thing we know, he in the uh, um, Ron and, but the gets thing the fuck up, goes and, into the stand. And goes and hits who he thinks. And who he thinks is a person. person. And back then, we didn't know who threw it. So he was like, get that nigga. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> Turns out it real was shit. not him. Was not him at all. Because the funny part is the nigga who threw it, if you really look at it, the nigga who threw it is Shut literally him, trying to keep the other this nigga though. He's not saying it's me. But I think he was like, oh, shit, this nigga, what the fuck this nigga up? No, Ron, no. <laughs> no, like, he literally, like, you can see it where he, he ran towards him, him and he, like, shoves him kind of. Yeah. He just like, like, he pushes him in another direction, and I guess he's like, oh, well, yeah, that must be him. Right. And then Steven Jackson with his I am my brother's keeper looking ass. Listen, and I head. appreciate a nigga like that again. Like Steven, if you if you ever in Vegas, like yeah, that's <laughs> like, a real ass nigga. I mean, I appreciate it, but I also but I mean in his defense, by the time he ran up there, they was kind of trying to like jump Ron Artez. Like, that, and that, like and that's why he ran up there. there. Like, like, I don't, I don't think he ran up there because he didn't think that Ron could handle himself. I, was I think like, he yeah, ran up there like because he saw things getting out of control. Like, I think he and again, when this like nigga got the him. news, when the nigga, most niggas, when they get the news, they're traded to a team, they're holding their baby and having dinner with the wife. He was on the block. That's why he ran up in them stands. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't let the, he didn't let the dollars change. Shit, nigga. Yeah, yeah, I the Pacers was the block. I'm gonna tell you like this. I respect Steven Jackson for the same reason I respect Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, the only nigga still got a job on goddamn ESPN that admitted to hanging out in crack houses and got pulled over drunk than a motherfucker. That black man still got a job. 
got to respect him. Caroline, Chris is in a bitch, and he, listen, he don't give a fuck. That man that lived his life, and I'm not mad at him. If you, you, he 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 75 lives in the span of 50 years. God bless him. I also would like to do 75 lives. If I thought I could do poke off a stripper's ass in some kind of crack house and still have my job, I might be tempted to try. This so nigga he admitted to taking money from the nigga in the college. He was like, Yeah, I don't know why Chris Weber lying. Niggas is like, Yo, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I got a picture. Okay, what are they going to do to you now? <laughs> right. That nigga that was left. Fell five over. That nigga don't care. Oh, we gonna Yo. we gonna vacate your wins, and bitch, I'm a millionaire. The fuck, I give a f- very pointless. But just because his name got brought up, for all of you don't know, the night Kobe dropped 81, it had nothing to do with Kobe trying to be great. It had to do with the year before Jalen Rose attempted to fuck him when they played them niggas in the finals. Jalen Rose tried to break Kobe's ankle on a play, like literally hurt him. And so when that nigga got traded, and Kobe seen that nigga again. That's why he dropped 81 points on them niggas because okay. Jalen Rose. <laughs> I believe that. Right. But... Okay. Oh, yeah, these folks up there. They come down now, right? We've gotten them to come right. down. And if you guys, I, I, I battled to try to figure out if I could like figure, how, figure out how to show y'all this, but I just need y'all to go watch yourself because there is so many things to watch in that small frame from Ron going up to Steven going up to other people going up um, there's a lot of activity on the left side of the screen when you're watching. Um, there's somebody who don't have, there's somebody like a teammate that came up there and don't have nothing to do with anything. I don't even know who that nigga was. I think and somebody was just to punching like, him in the head. Yeah, then I think it's Steven Jackson up there and he like punched the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Steven But it's a lot of stuff happening. That, he was originally, the nigga that Ron Ortiz was originally going for. Ended up throwing punches, and I think Steven ran. He, he, punched, he punched Ron Artest in the back of the head. The yeah, same dude that threw the cup. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, remember the nigga he went for because he didn't go for the nigga that actually threw the cup. Oh, yeah, the yeah, nigga yeah, that yeah. He yeah, went yeah. for, I think, after after dude tackled Ron Artest, he went to try to punch the nigga now. And Steven Jackson was nigga molly whopping niggas. Like, hold up. Yeah, he was the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. So they got everybody out the stairs. They trying to get them into the locker room. But at this point, it's so we gonna Gary and Jim, these two white ass cops, apparently with no with this shit. They ain't got no security because the game almost over. Everybody done left. So they was like, it's three secure, it's three police officers in the entire building, and there is still at least how many people in there? And well, I think the palace, 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 yeah, I think the palace held like 16,000 people, so it was at least twelve thousand left. It so, was at least twelve thousand, ten thousand niggas still in there. Two, three police officers. Y'all talk about ratios. Listen, you niggas, for all you niggas <laughs> who just watched the Pistons for the antics, this was before the dance in Usher. Okay, so niggas right. wasn't staying around for the rest of the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they was like, where are the police? And the police was somewhere, but not there specifically in that part of the state. Right. So <laughs> they were there somewhere in the arena, but not there. Not uh, um, so I just want to, I don't want us to forget. So we're coming down. Ron is now back on the floor. Yes. And Charlie's bitch ass jumps down decides, and decides he wants to come on he said he wasn't going to fight him so that's why i want to get this out because i want to ask if these feel like things that people want to fight you would do so charlie's bitch ass comes down 
sees Ron Artest coming at him, not coming at him like he's going to fight him, just walking on the court. And Ron Artest said something that was interesting. He's like, I'm looking at him like he's a fucking alien because why are you on the court? Right. Like This is my that's, shit. That's your shit. Why are you on the court? That's why so I, I felt that. think it was a ball boy because he had the pistol. <laughs> why are you on the fucking court? Ball. Like a wish kid at the minimum. Like, <laughs> okay. So Charlie bitch has ain't a ain't a make a wish kid. He not a ball boy, and he's on the floor. So Ron is walking, and Charlie does this. What's that? What's that? When have y'all ever have y'all ever seen somebody do this to y'all? No. And then the shit was and the shit was gravy after. You want to fight? That's universal for I would like to fight. The he only time you ever seen that with the movie, close fist. The only time you ever seen that and it didn't mean fight is because Will and Carlton did that and then they jumped on. Nobody does this nobody with the close fist. With the close fist, and you're not about to fucking do some shit. So bitch ass Charlie did that. And got what he got, nigga. He got what oh, he got. Can I and say? And then Jermaine. And then Jermaine. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, because that part is so, wait, so, so epic, so epic. There has to be, for all of you people who may not believe in a God, whether you believe Jesus is the son of God, you believe in Buddha, whatever you believe in, the proof that there's a God is that Jermaine O'Neal slipped on whatever the fuck he slipped on. The nigga. The, the nigga from, I the thought was got a wrong boy. Nigga, fucking life. He would have <laughs> his. I, I, I am confident that his head would have fucking fell off. The, the punch he took. The deal. What's still? And the, the man of deal. Fucking red had a running start with his running start. For any of y'all who's ever thrown a football, you know if you throw a football off your back foot, it don't go as far. This nigga punched off his back foot. While slipping and still put a nigga in a neck brace. First of all, that's fake because Reggie Miller was definitely like, you know, that I'm happy that that's the one time I was happy Jermaine missed because he would have right. knocked that nigga's head off. I mean, uh, when you see it, when they slow it down, it, it does this, it does no. that. Nigga, if it would have been inches higher, nigga, his whole life would have been changed. Over. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have been available for the. They would have been interviewing Charlie like this, like, well, you know, I just feed him three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie would have been speaking to us with through a fucking computer with a goddamn nigga with a straw, nigga. <laughs> thank, thank God for Stephen Hawking for designing this technology. <laughs> so I could be here today. <laughs> That's real. Oh my god. I've never been more Ooh. happy to see a nigga miss a punch. I love to see niggas go. Reggie was relieved. That's the part that had me crying. Reggie Miller's intense. It was like, I've never been so happy. I've never been so happy for a nigga to fuck up in my life. Right. <laughs> I've never been so happy to see a bitch nigga not get what he deserved. And then the crazy part is they're like ushering them into like offices and shit. And the lady was, remember the lady, she's like, they brought in my office and they were talking about, uh, wouldn't it be funny if we sued? True. Yeah. And then That's he left in a neck brace. And then he left in a neck brace. He left in a neck brace. True. True. 
a bitch uh, ass. The 911 oh. calls, y'all. Yeah, they start calling and they're like, hey, you need to send the, the cops to the palace. I don't think there's any police officers here. Can you please send someone? <laughs> <laughs> you I don't know if y'all know who's a gift to me. Well, you call 911 to be like, hey, niggas is fighting inside. Now, mind you, look, for you anybody please. that's never been to the palace, I don't know how niggas do in other stadiums. The only other stadium I think I've been in when I told you all that creepy ass story where the doc jumped in the car with that doctor and ended up at the Cleveland game and saw LeBron like four rows back. Other than that, I ain't been to too many basketball games, right? So, but I've been to a lot of palace games, so I don't know how niggas doing their city. But real shit, it wasn't that the cops wasn't there because they left early. Niggas to tell you go to a palace game, it'd be the it'd be the blue teenage niggas in the motherfucking parking lot, a few security guards, and the two three niggas on the inside because nothing happens in Auburn Hills. They had that's the, the like a lot of people they they stadiums is downtown in the major city. This mm. shit was in the fucking east side of some town that only if you made big six figures did you live in. So nothing happened out there. So for the cops to be nowhere around, not only were they not around, 90% of niggas was at the crib sleep. At the game and playing clothes, chilling. They done right. part of the game and went home. They, like, listen, yep. they were there. Right. They just left with everybody they else. They just left. Exactly. <laughs> it's one of the safest towns in the city and it's like crazy that when that shit happened, that's what took the police so long to get there. Niggas, niggas was off. They was chilling. They, they was the drunk fans at the game. <laughs> so then they start filming so, everything. They get everybody kind of off. They start trying to get them into the locker room, and that's when the fans go crazy. They start throwing shit. It's popcorn, beers. They throw a whole... Somebody had a two-liter fucking bottle of Shasta they was pouring on folks. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> It was a lot going on in this video footage. I saw shit yeah. they probably shouldn't be able to get in the game with. And, and you I don't know like, what Shasta is, you, you shouldn't be watching us. I was like, where did you get a was definitely from? Tiki Punch, nigga. They think we're on now. Listen, yeah. Tiki Punch, bitch, listen. That's the only, only <laughs> shit I know that's been 88 since the entirety of the time I have been alive. It ain't went up. They ain't put no tax on it. It's 88. Tahitian Tree It's 99 here, but I'm also okay with this. Like Tahitian Tree ain't went up none. Tahitian Tree been 99 cent or dollar nine for the whole existence. Period. They went up on nothing. You you not lying. So we shout out Midwest. We're from the best region in the whole fucking country. Anyway, <laughs> <Just like. laughs> but yeah, so, just, uh, the I saw I saw a nigga with an elephant and a and a fucking like nacho butter. <laughs> he threw that shit too. Like, <laughs> they were throwing anything they could get their hands on. I, I think I saw some nacho tips. Right. <laughs> Was it nacho bite? Popcorn. They was throwing whatever they could get. Like they said, they was literally rocking the goddamn chair. Rocking furniture off off the ground, nigga, to throw in people. The cops that were there were about to mace Ron Artest. And Jim and Gary or Jim and Jim and Goofy. Yeah, them two niggas. Whoever. And he he almost I didn't didn't know who Reggie Miller was. And he says, I wasn't going to mace him. Bullshit, nigga. Roll you, the video definitely had you like this. Like, you were going to mace him. Like, you until a nigga with a suit came up. Until a nigga with a suit came up and you confu- it was confusing to you because you didn't, like, know who or understand who he was. But my thing, Which though, is, is, like, how do you even know who Reggie Miller is? Even if you don't know who Reggie Miller is, there's a lot of people in Detroit jerseys that don't look athletic. They're coming out the stands. And all these black niggas in suits, they definitely wasn't in suits to sit in a fucking 
Like, yeah, if anything, the people in suits are probably the ones that should be down there. Right, like, the ones on, in the fucking jerseys. Like what? And that's what and that's what fucking Reggie was yelling. Like, yo, you up here about to mace this nigga? Like, yeah, get these fucking you, fans you. the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's literally our team against every fucking body in Auburn Hills. But you know, but you know what's so fucked up, and I can't speak for nobody else's reason. But I honestly feel like that shit literally is. And if you're from Indiana, I do apologize. But if you're from where we from, it's Ohio, Illinois, and Michigan. We kind of don't really. Green Bay only, Wisconsin only get respect because y'all got they, got they got the fucking Packers. Nobody really counts. And Wisconsin Bills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they there. We know y'all there. But so, like, I honestly feel like on some fuck shit, the cops was more in a sense of when certain shit break down, it get very, very regional and very state specific. No, yeah, it's like they were there the and they're supposed from. to be the cops. Yeah. But it was also like, fuck the Pacers. Fuck, exactly. <laughs> For one like, thing, it was y'all, very y'all, fuck the Pacers. Y'all part of us, but we kind of... Eh, eh. The only I, niggas I, you hear talk about Indiana is the niggas that's from there. That's it. That's it. You ain't never that's heard a nigga say the Pacers was his backup team. Never. <laughs> I mean, some people didn't like Reggie Miller, but they were white. So, I mean, Reggie was cool. He was cool. Okay, but they was like, that was their favorite player. They was white. Let it go. They was white. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, he was your favorite player. He probably was white. Favorite is a bit much. Yeah. So they finally get they finally get everybody off the floor, and your boy Stephen Jackson with another quotable into the camera, nigga. We wide together, like. Like print that nigga, put that okay, in the news. Right. Like, right, um, so he said, Ron. Wait, Steven says that Ron came in the goddamn locker room and was like, "Are we gonna be in trouble?" <laughs> he was like, "Nigga, <laughs> yes." They said they had to break them and whoop Ron's ass. And that's what he said. He was avoiding him because he knew he was gonna come in there and try to whoop his ass. So, so then they, and then they tried to arrest Jermaine O'Neal, and I'm like, well, how was he the person? What is like not Jermaine? Because right. they thought he hit a fucking ball boy like the rest of the world did. <laughs> <laughs> they really was about to put child abuse charges on that man. <laughs> you hit a fourteen year old. Endangering a minor, if, child if, endangerment. He was in go to jail. If there was some baby mama on here right now, she would tell you like, yo, this nigga really thought this nigga hit a ball boy. Like I was like, no. <laughs> Jermaine, now he got a black eye. Look at you. Right. He got I'm biology. Like, Calm down. I was look. I was the dumb nigga. Like, what is this parents gonna sue? So we're laughing and stuff, but like this night changes the NBA as we know it. Yeah. In so many ways. Um, the newscasters are now calling it TBA, the Thug Basketball Association. They're using words like hooliganisms and, and fucking hip hop sports and just like gangsta. Like they just really. Yeah, hip hop. The rap, and that's why they're thugs and they need to. Yes. Up. 
the NBA. And somebody makes a valid point. Well, the, the National Hockey League goes out there and they whoop each other's asses every night. And y'all are all the time. Y'all cheer do, when, they be, when the there's blood. Like, y'all cheer. Like That's all you get is a five-minute penalty. Wonder yeah. what the difference is. Mm. 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 And then, you know what fuck, you know what fuck, fuck it up for me, too? Even if we take race out of it. Yes, the fans the fans created this bullshit, but as men, they were protecting themselves. I literally Absolutely. remember watching a game where fucking Reggie Reggie fouled Jordan and Jordan sucked the shit out of Reggie Miller. And Reggie tells you this. This isn't a 30 for 30. Reggie tells you they'd be like, well, they put Reggie out the game. And it was like, Reggie, we can't put Jordan out. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? It was a time when niggas would fight. And there was a penalty of sorts, but you didn't make. Nigga, I watched the. I watched the fucking this past the bad boy days. I watched the Bulls and the Spurs. A buck. I'm talking about buck. Break the fight up. Right. You got minutes of basketball. They break the fight up. They chill. Whoever win the game. Then on the weekends, they get together to golf and play cigar. You know they get exactly. Exactly. And that's my thing, man. You they villainize these niggas. For protecting themselves, yes, you, yes, you, like you, you can say yes, you're a million dollar man, and you should have a better head. But we on it the road. Matter. We are right, we on the road. Like it matters. Ten thousand fans is coming at us like they want to scrap. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, I think that's also the thing, right? They call, oh, well, these people make millions of dollars. They should just let, they should be subject to whatever abuse. It shouldn't matter. And I always think that's a very interesting take from whoever, because we do that with, well, not we in general, but I think as a public, we do that with anybody, rappers, singers, ball players, whatever. If they're rich and we feel like they're entertaining us in some way, people take that as an entitlement. They should be able to say or do whatever the fuck they want to these people like they aren't people. Like right. at the end of the day, they're still people, and you wouldn't throw a fucking cup of beer at a motherfucker on the out in the at the bar in the mall without expecting this motherfucker gonna punch you in your shit. But because it's Ron Artest, it's okay. Right. Because uh, it's a basketball game, it's okay for you to act a fucking fool and throw a chair. Because if a bitch throw a chair at me, any goddamn where we don't go. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Basketball else. game. Gonna die. I like don't basketball care. Game, the grocery store, okay. Trader Joe's, your baby daycare, like surgery, like. <laughs> Right. So, right. I, so I, and it does not matter. And well, you should think more about it because you have a million dollars and you have a lot to lose. Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna lose a person it all is a person. Yeah, go That's lose it. it all. All that you sounds like to me is I got enough money to cover a lawsuit. That's, That's all it. it sounds like to me. I got That's enough it. money to cover my ass when I get finished whooping yours. My whole thing is niggas, niggas <laughs> act like if you in the one percent, you're not supposed to act, act the fool. When you niggas don't, don't realize feelings, it's the one percent financial actually a lot closer to you than what the fuck you think. Nigga, one percent started four hundred and forty-five thousand dollars a year. That's where the one percent starts. Stop thinking that niggas just because they got money, niggas ain't supposed to have an attitude. Maybe the bitch that worked two floors up for you will fuck you the fuck up. Well, and I think it's one of those things, right? They always say, "Oh, well, you got money and you change." Well, which is it? Like, which one do you want it to be? Do what you, you want, want? To have money right. and not change, or do you want me to have the money and fucking change? And like, which one up. do you want it to be? <laughs> not to she mention these kids. Points. And the thing that also, like, I think with black men, especially like larger-bodied black men, they don't get to be fucking kids. 
Like it's always remember nah. Ryan Lochte went over to wherever the fuck those Olympics were and was out there beating up the fucking people in Brazil. Yep. It and was that was okay. like, oh, you're he's just a kid. They were just kids having fun. That nigga was damn near 30. Ryan Lochte right, is yeah. my age. But when he's black, like, nigga, I remember yeah. I remember my son, I remember somebody telling me my son couldn't play with their kid because he, he was too he was too old. I said, nigga, my son two years younger than yours. Now, if you if, if it's because he's bigger than your kid and you think he's gonna fuck say that. Say that. Say that. But they aren't allowed to just be fucking 16-year-old. No, nigga, this nigga's like 12. Relax. Black boys aren't allowed to be black boys. And if we're gonna hold these white 30-year-olds to the standard of being boys. In the grand scheme of things, we're talking about Jermaine O'Neal, Ron Artest, and Stephen Jackson. And between the three of them, the average age might have been 25. Really, it's like 22. Jermaine was like 20 yeah. years old. Jermaine was, was like 21, 22. Stephen Jackson was probably the old oldest to drink there. between the three of them. Stephen Jackson might have been the oldest person. And he they was probably like 26, 27. Yeah. Yeah. Real like they shit. couldn't even go to a fucking bar and get into a fight, but you over here holding them to some exalted standard, and now they're thugs and hooligans. They're twenty-year-old so, kids, and y'all, you know, y'all's twenty-year-old white babies will fuck up a college campus and burn that shit down if they. But you know what? You know what? That's the result of though them calling them thugs and hooligans was because if you think about it, that ever since the Fab Five changed the way that you wear basketball shorts, oh niggas been targets, and they needed something. Oh look! See, we told you, don't let the hip hop in here. Don't let so these then that's when they like Stephen Jackson. So then that, never should have gave you niggas money. Exactly. So then that's when they that's when they enforce the dress code. That's when you start seeing all the big ass suits that don't fit niggas and shit. Niggas like, with Steve Harvey in it up ten times uh, too big. Like why you got this much extra pants like at the bottom of your shit? <laughs> it was wild days. And it was crazy. David Stern. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. I hope you I hope you choke on that water one Ooh. day. I'm waiting. I hope that fucking David water gets you. I hope that water gets you, bitch. You got off that one time on the meme, but I hope it gets you the next time. Oh ain't David Stern dead? Is he? Yeah, now yeah. Oh, oh whatever. So well, I hope the water now. fucking up wherever he is. Okay. <laughs> I hope the water is never cold where you at, David. Okay, so 48 hours after this happens at the palace, David Stern gets up there and basically said, look, I ain't got to ask nobody. I ain't got to confer with nobody. This is what it is. He and gets, I'm defending everybody, so what? Ron, you can't ever come back here this season. <laughs> Steven Jackson, I see you in 30 games. Jermaine O'Neal, I see you in 25. Ben Wallace and, got and, and Nichols was like, you know, was like who you talk to about this? He was like, nigga, me, myself, and I have a good evening. Yeah, they act right. Remember, the reporters was like, so what, what kind of decision was it? He was like, it was a unanimous decision. It was unanimous. Me? One what? zero, nigga. <laughs> and like Jermaine O'Neal said, like he made the decision based on footage, on like editing. Yes, the same what, stuff what, that we saw. Because it was 48 hours later. There's no fucking way you went to the goddamn palace in Auburn Hills and was like, hey, so I need all your camera footage so I can see it from all the Listen, angles. You, you're telling me that the nigga that stopped Chris Paul from going to the Lakers when he could have played with Kobe is a nigga that makes good judgment? Nigga, please. Listen, God so, rest the dead, but nigga, please. <laughs> so he made that poor decision, and then we get a prosecutor that... He made a bunch he, of poor decisions. Mm. Wasted taxpayer money, his time, the police. He even time, said it. He even said it. Time. He was he even like, it. and the poor police officer was like, 
I don't know. Back to something real quick, and then I'm gonna let y'all jump right back in. Yeah, yeah. Y'all brought up how shitty the police were. Do y'all know? For everybody who hasn't seen this documentary, the only way they found the nigga who threw the cup was because my man's was like, "Y'all think that nigga used to fuck my neighbor?" Yes, yes, yes. We're gonna get there. Shitty police work. Anyhow, go ahead. So they're they're isolating images. Like they're basically looking at the footage, isolating images, and then putting that shit on television, being like, "If you know this person, if you know this nigga, call me." But yeah, so the prosecutor has an opportunity to look at all of the cameras. We're talking about concourse cameras. And then like every single camera from every single fucking angle in the fucking building. So he's going through all of this, thousands of pages of notes, and he's fucking looking for these motherfuckers. He is out for the fans. And again, here we are with Charlie bitch ass. Um... And he, he had gets, the nerve to feel like he shouldn't have been prosecuted. Oh, nigga, that's assault. Get, your, get the fuck out of here. Here's my right. thing is that they interviewed him and he was just the whole time was just like they didn't treat a fan well. Like, and they they should be held responsible for this. Like, you are held responsible for, for this, nigga. Like, <laughs> so dumbass in your seat. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's the sense of entitlement. I have season tickets, so I can treat people however the fuck I want. And he didn't even have season tickets no more, nigga. Like, he thought he's banned. I don't, even know, they, I don't even know where they play ball in now, but I hope he can't go to that hoe either. <laughs> they, they, they finally play in Detroit again, but, like, that's the thing. Like, Charlie... You ain't even a Mexican from Southwest, nigga. You look like one of them, like a transplant nigga from like. I Manhattan. don't think he's Mexican. Like, not even him. That H sounded. What like was his last name? How, how did how did it, it sounded See? very? Then, middle, then that mean you from, you from Dearborn and Dearborn Heights. And yeah, it was very not Mexican. Whatever yeah. nationality he is, um, what stands universal is that he was a bitch ass nigga. Yeah, he's um, a bitch ass nigga in any in any language, any so, nationality. Like Penrose said, we get to trying to figure out who the fuck is this nigga in this hat through who threw this cup. Prosecutor IDs him, definitely was like, I definitely saw you finger banging my fucking neighbor Neighbor. last Friday. Finger popping in the car. Now, here's my favorite part. This is my favorite part. Wait, hold on. What? 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 Niggas don't remember other niggas unless they fucking bitches we came (laughs) for. The prosecutor's neighbor is hot. I was like, you're fucking investing in his neighbors. Like, why don't you fuck who your boyfriend is if he's not in my way? Like, why do you know so much about your neighbor's pussy? Like, ain't you got a wife? You have a wife and kids, but you really invested in this lady's pussy, so she must be real cute. You 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 couldn't make this nigga out from all the cameras. He ID'd him from this big of a picture. (laughs) Come on. He tells you you can't have no pussy. You was like, that's James. That is James. I, I know that nigga. I know. Okay. He's the funniest thing. I know him. The, the funniest thing is after his picture goes out and after the prosecutor IDs him, a fucking news anchor, a reporter goes to his house. Why is this nigga still wearing that same hat? Like, the why do you look like hat. the picture that niggas is looking for? Like, what are you doing? Why don't like, you have on a mustache or something as a mustache? Like, are no you boy. trying? Like, you couldn't get a different hat? I wouldn't even have a hat no more. I don't wear hats. I've never had a hat. Hats! I don't wear those. You couldn't even get a different color? Because you couldn't get a red one, a blue. Hats, hats, hats never heard of them. Hats, 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 hats,
I'm wearing that since 73. Okay, I, but look. I rock do-rags every now and then, but I, I don't know this. <laughs> That's about it. I don't know that. I ain't never his met that in person. Every, his, ever since Jay-Z killed Fittits, I don't do those. <laughs> That's not a thing that I partake in. So right. John Green is his name. Um, he, he, what bothers me is that he thought the shit was funny. Like He thought that it was funny that Ron Artest attacked the wrong guy. Um, yep. And like he, he really it. was like doing <laughs> interviews and everything. Like, yeah, I'm the guy who threw the cup. Like, that nigga what said the fuck? Said they said when he when he when he went past you and hit the other guy, what were you thinking? That nigga said, "Shit, thank God it wasn't me." Thank said, goodness it what? wasn't me. John, John was very Gucci. He was like yeah. that nigga too. Yeah. Um, he's probably from Royal. He got a soft battery like charge. You're from Royal. Yeah, Oak, Everybody yeah, else mostly got probation. Like even Charlie's bitch ass just got probation and shit. Like. Yeah, he's he, the only one who got two counts of assault and battery because he didn't want to plead out because he thought shit was sweet. Um, yeah. Right. So Reggie retires after this brawl. Like that's his let see the basically their season that's is it. over. They're not gonna win. That guts their team. After that, yeah. So sure after that, like, I'm done. So that was his last season. Uh yep. I guess what I did not know is that Jermaine O'Neal like appealed the suspension all the way. I up didn't to know that either. Federal yeah. goddamn court, and they were like, nah, you have a right to protect yourself, G. <laughs> like yeah. nah, I knew that though. then, but it was still just like that. Like this nigga was. There was a lot going on at that time. An- another quotable from Stephen Jackson. He said, Jermaine went in there super like, you know, prepare. He's like, I didn't go up there with no story because I ain't give a fuck. Like, he said, I said, sorry for fucking going to the stands. Sorry for fucking <laughs> ruining your game. Man. Sorry That's I all I got. And they definitely didn't decrease it. <laughs> but I would have decreased it. They got to be like, all right, my nigga. <laughs> okay. You look like you learned right. your lesson. I Go feel, like, I feel you. You know what? <laughs> you, know, you. You, know, you know why they didn't decrease that nigga's uh, penalty? <laughs> they they kept that penalty because he was a real nigga. I mean, his whole... He walked in there from was the like... time it popped off <laughs> to this motherfucking documentary, he has said the same thing. You're my niggas. I'm about to ride for you. Yeah. Simple. And I mean, were you really, at the end of the day, if you're really going to to, to reduce the suspension, isn't that what we want? When we send our kids out here, our kids that go to the military and fight wars, don't you want your, your kid to have a nigga next to him that's going to ride for him? So at the end of the day, don't get me wrong. No, I want my kid to like be on refrigeration you. duty. <laughs> no, what the fuck? No, I, no, I want my kid to. I want my kid to be the one cooking the meals, sweetie. Like if we're gonna go, no, I want you my don't. kid to cook me oatmeal, nigga. Five a.m. Well, I want him to be the one working on the tank back at base. Like what the fuck I are we know, playing? I, know, I need my, I need I my kid to be making the to go the army to go like, place. Yeah, I'm gonna stop me. That's, I need that nigga to be the one signing the paperwork where they check out the guns. Like, I don't right. need him. Like, you need this? <laughs> like, you want this one? <laughs> okay. Hey, he closes he close his fence back up and shit. Like, okay, thanks, guys. Hit hey, it back. Look, 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 look. I talked about this shopkeeper job one time. I was like, nigga, you don't do nothing exciting. He was like, that's cool. Go do all the exciting shit you do. I'll be here in the morning, though. You might be dead. And I was like... <laughs> Shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. He went to bed and got up early and made that oatmeal. <laughs> okay, 
so on 400 to make sure everyone what, had a you hear me? delightful meal. You hear me? You hear me? So Reggie retires with no ring. Uh, Ron at this point asked to be traded. And Steve, that hurts Steven Jackson and Jermaine O'Neal's feelings, which fucking makes sense because it's like you're you're not the, the reason, reason we're in this, but you you're the reason we're, we're yes. here. Again, that file and at least you could do is still be here. Yeah, that file went away until the day you said, "Yo, let me get traded." Nah, 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 my nigga. Yeah, Reggie, it's like Reggie this gone. is on you. Yeah, and that thing, and I, if, uh, to be honest, I'm gonna be honest. Lay Jermaine O'Neal in that scorer's table. That fan doesn't throw that cup. I don't think so. Really, At anybody. All. Anybody, anybody else with Ron Artest. Ron Artest, again, this is like, this. if Dennis Rodman had laid on that scorer's table, he gets the same reaction. When you're the, when you're yeah. the antagonizer of the league, but you have no respect, the nigga literally, like, he pretty much said, remember that nigga said, it was like, yo, everybody was an enemy, but on the court, that's the only time he wasn't my enemy. So the only mm-hmm. so the only people that you find your friends is the four other niggas that's on the court with you at that time. So you're the fans and everybody, you know what I mean? He, and he projected himself that way. And that nigga, and then at the same time, even if we look at it from the, 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 the mental uh, situation, the mm-hmm. fan is still just looking at it like, yo, you're an entitled fucking millionaire and you acting like a bitch. You know what I mean? It's like, had it been anybody else, had Robert fucking Ori, had Tree Rollins, had the Kimbe Matumbo, had goddamn Spud Webb laid on that motherfucker. Not Spud table. Webb. <laughs> no cup wouldn't have happened. At all. No. I, I agree. I, I, I think it's just he was a lightning rod for that type of behavior and controversy. And that's unfortunate, but I think, you know, he was dealing with some stuff mentally that maybe he should have made plain to the other members of the team, so they could have maybe been like, let's try to <laughs> insulate I, yeah. But that's the fucked up part about it. That was still a time where if you that rich of a nigga and you say you got any type of mental issues, he'd have got blackballed like a motherfucker. Which, I mean, I still think they do now, right? They see it as some type of like risk, but I mean, the truth of the matter is, like, Probably Shit, more most niggas is playing with something wrong. I was like, yeah, most people probably need to be in th- the majority of them probably need to be in therapy. Like I forgot the dude's name that the one that he played for the Rockets and came out and told him that he had an issue. My man, I, damn, I can't remember his name. He could ball his ass off. And they did an interview with him. He's like, it's funny that they talking to like DeMar DeRozan and uh 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 Chris uh the nigga from the fucking Cavaliers, the white boy. Goddamn, I can't think of his name. He used to play for the, the Timberwolves. Any motherfucking way. He's uh, like they with took... the with the hair and the tattoos. Nah, nah, you no, talking about Birdman. Bird, man. Oh, that's uh, Birdman. Oh, he was on man. the. Never mind. The nigga used to. Why can't think the nigga that yeah. on, he went to Cleveland on and the, the and the Nuggets. Who? Oh, Birdman. Sorry, I was still talking yeah, about. Yeah, Birdman the played for the Clippers and the Nuggets. Birdman was that nigga. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to who you're talking yeah. about, but you're not talking about the Gasol boy. So not. Um, I can't think of the freaking name. Nigga, white boy shoot the three pointers. Used to play for the Timberwolves. Power forward. Went over to Cleveland because LeBron was there. They won the championship with him and LeBron. And, and Kevin Love. And Kevin Love. Boom. There you go. Oh, yeah, there. That was gonna eat me up. I was like, I know, I know. It was who killing me. About. I'm like, damn. Look, I felt bad about not remembering that. What's the name? Graduated from Nevada. I felt really horrible right now though, and that's fucked up. Anyhow, <laughs> all of that shit was going on, and it's it's like I forgot what the fuck I was going on. We didn't got way the fuck off track. 
That's why I mean, we done, basically. Yeah. <laughs> basically, the Jermaine the, never the recovered. Cal- the yeah, Cal's Cal just demolished in 2017. Um, these people went on to have sip well. Von Artest went on to have a, a, a second act and be Meta World Peace. And then but all of them got a ring except Jermaine. Steven Jackson got a ring, I believe, with the Spurs. He went on to kind of play past that. And Jermaine O'Neal, who was the youngest person in the bunch, basically had his fucking career gutted because of this. Because he was the leader of the team. He was the face of that team, yeah. Even though I didn't have shit to do with him. So forgive me because I I don't remember much of him past him playing for the Pacers. Where did he play after that? Did he? I don't know. Somewhere, right? I mean, he was still on that team, I think. I can't remember where he went after He the played Pacers, there for a while, right? Like, I'm trying to remember yeah. where he went after that. And I, I just I can't I see remember. another jersey. I can't see another jersey on him for some reason. Me neither. And that's the fucked up part is like to. to I thought he went to the Warriors at some point. But he not did. when they won. That had to be when they were bad then. I must say, not when they won, though. Like, yeah. But like um, it's it just to see his career to see the Pacers, the Golden State Warriors, and the Suns. That's it. See, I don't even remember him with the Suns. That Sons. sucks. God. At all. Uh-huh. I don't remember. What's, what what year do we say that he went to the Warriors? Uh, hold on a second. It doesn't just. I'm sorry, I look shocked like this because that that's horrible. Like that's yeah. terrible. Okay, so 96 to 2000 the Trailblazers, 2000 to 2008 the Pacers. Oh, it's more. It's more teams. 2008 to 2009 the Raptors. Nine to ten the Heat. Ten to twelve the Celtics. Twelve to thirteen the Phoenix Suns. Thirteen. I do remember the Celtics. I do remember the Celtics. I, I recall that briefly now that you but say But the rest it. of that, that Raptors, that heat shit, when was this? Phoenix <laughs> Suns? Like, right. I don't remember this. Yeah, that that sucks. That's that terrible. Well, yeah, we need to find out where the nigga be hanging out or whatever where his, at his kid's kindergarten so we can pull up and give him a bottle. Is edible arrangements still a thing? I, mean, I know. Like, can we send you some edible arrangements, Jermaine? Like, like a little mini butt cakes or whatever. Jermaine, DJ made senses. Like, you need some smells, my nigga? Like, I'll send you a drink. I'll make you some aromatherapy smells. Like, you like eucalyptus? Listen, (laughs) Grace West will have your wife where she needs to be, Jermaine. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you about what somebody else told me. I can only tell you about my own life, goddammit. I I want him to have something. I I, I don't know. Maybe we need to give somebody ring. Still, somebody bring give it to him. Hell, I want to come, him down, here. come down here. Go to our pawn shops. There's plenty of NFL and NBA <laughs> rings in the pawn shops. Come grab one. It's yours. Like we'll give you rings. Like we love. Like I love you. Like listen, I feel bad. Like I want to hug you if, so bad. If you please. are in any one of our Jermaine, if you are in Washington D.C., Dallas, Texas, or Las Vegas, Nevada, anytime soon, email the show. And if you say you're going to be in one of those cities, I will make it my business that all three of us will be there to show you the best time or whatever money arrangement we can figure the fuck whatever out. Whatever we can do. I mean, it's going to be your money level, Jermaine. But... No, it, it, it's your. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Preach you to and the listen, finest Waffle sorry, House master off. <laughs> you're going to have like a $500 night top. That's what you're going to do. I know a place that does five shots of Ciroc for twenty dollars. So <laughs> we can get a hookup. You're into that. Uh, 
we could do a quickie wedding, maybe. We run through Vegas. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. I got, I got, like, I, get an I, Elvis I, impersonator. Like, I, I can. I'll hook dress up like Ron Artest and you can dunk on me. Like, <laughs> Listen, I think my hookup at the bar is starting to dry up, but if you come with us <laughs> right now. <laughs> We're just gonna be like, hey, this is Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> and we'll do whatever you would like to do. You know I mean? bartender, you know the bartender age is so fucking young now. They'd be like, Jermaine, who? Who's this guy? Yeah, like, true. This Jackson. Was, was Jackson. It's true. Like, whatever. It's true. Whatever it takes to get us in. If you can, right. I'll take you to Six Flags. You like roller coasters? <laughs> he seems too tall. You ride one of the your feet, baby. We ride Mr. Freeze. I think your feet baby on that. <laughs> We're not it's trying like to short change. Backwards. It'll be cute. We you just want to get within our budget. We That's it. He can go to the, the splash park part or whatever. Take him to the water park. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to go to Wild Wild. Yeah, look at it. We can go to the water park. And Jermaine, when we get to the tubes where they let the floor out, you get to go first. Yeah, <laughs> we'll float the lazy river. I'm gonna buy you a coconut full of whatever they selling over there. We got I'll, you. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that we tie enough tubes together so that you can lay comfortably. Come on, <laughs> we don't have rapper money, Jermaine. <laughs> but we just want to let you know that we appreciate you, and we're truly, truly like devastated that. This shit happened. I didn't know real it was that shit. bad. Shit's fucked up. I'm sorry, all those white people called you a thug. That was real fucked up. Real Very shit. fucked up. And also, Woody Page, you owe him. You owe him an apology. And Stephen A. Smith, bitch, I saw you. Yeah, you, you, you fucking nugget head ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Smith and Martin Lawrence are like distant cousins or some shit. They you apologize <laughs> to Jermaine on here. Right the fuck that down. Nigga, that nigga Stephen A. Smith is in now wearing the same, wearing that suit he was wearing in that interview. Like, he just found, that suit was big as fuck. You know the time a nigga wears granddaddy suit? Wait, wait, you got that suit on? Cause my grand, I love my granddaddy. <laughs> Please stop. That nigga Stephen A. had he had a George Jefferson starter here. He did have that baby fro. He had a baby. He did. He, he did. He he was he was trying to be professional with NBA player suits on. Like, let me just <laughs> is that it's why this much extra pants leg like though? Like, because he started with a baby fro. Is that why white people like him? He had the starter fro, like the he, he had a George Jefferson. Like, okay. Stephen okay, we're gonna have to, okay, that's enough. We're talking home. about this for two hours. I'm done. Right. I don't have nothing else more to give to this. Right. I don't got nothing else more to give to this. They done demolished the These niggas was fighting each other. White people done called them everything, but niggas on national TV. I don't have nothing else. Okay. The um, only thing I got left is the, I think, again, the worst part about it was Jermaine O'Neill caught a raw deal. Everybody else got a ring. Sure. Reggie left. And the face, I mean, I feel bad for Reggie, you know, because he left yeah. without it, especially when on a, in a year where like there was nothing that was going to stop them from getting like it, it was a clear yeah. path to the goddamn ring. Like, literally, yeah. they were the only thing standing in their way. Yeah, the Pistons, as much as I'm a Piston fan, we wouldn't have stood up to them niggas that year at all. Mm-mm. I, I want to say that's the second time we played them that year already, and they bust our ass the first time, I think. Like, it wouldn't have okay. been, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, you know, guys, I right, shout out. Shout out to Jermaine. Shout out to Reggie Miller. I mean, yeah. shout, out, shout out to all them niggas. I'm Ron Artest, Steven Jackson as well. But like, yeah. Jamal, Jamal Tinsley, 
Tinsley. I don't want you to die, but I hope you. But you get can't come to Six Flags. You can't come to Six Flags. You can't come to Six Flags. Japan let you come out with us when we go to the bar. I hope you get the best dry martini ever. And when you eat your blue cheese olive for like three and a half seconds, you're like, because that shit get lying in your throat. You fucking. <laughs> Like, I want you to be scared of choking, but not choking. Like, I just want you to not choke. I want you to die. I want you to dance with the wrong nigga. Get it back up. And you get out to it. Right. But Steven Jackson. You get your file. Steven? Steven? <laughs> oh, wait. This way. Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> Just a little, Jay. Just a little. He started all this. It's all kind of his fault. Nothing major. A little choky choke. You know, like you know, you know, somebody to choke just you a like the tears right. come, but like yeah, not like, so like somebody choking you. But now Jesus, you don't, don't want to die. You just want to get like it's right like, up to the orgasm. Like I want you know that for him, to, but like in reverse. You know when you about to throw up and you get the water in your mouth. We don't just want full water. We just want the beginning. Yeah, like in the back, right here. Yeah, that's it. Okay, guys, if you guys want to watch this, it's on Netflix. It's, it's Malice at the Palace, not in it. It's on Malice, Netflix. Malice in your heart. <laughs> it's no the more Malice, Malice guys. you want it to be. Um, right. But this one happened in Auburn Hills. Uh, you guys can watch it. It's like a little bit over an hour. We obviously talk way longer than documentaries we watch are, so there's that. But um, yeah, so I think that's yeah. it. I'm Chris. That's VJ. That's Ben Rose. If we ever Next watch time. a three hour documentary, we're going to just live as well. Like we'll just be here all night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Call her. Call me. All right, guys. Steve. Bye. Steve. Oh. Bye. <laughs>